After Buzzers, welcome to the season and the series finale of Rise opening night. Today we are talking new beginnings, new condos, new jobs, but original endings. Stay tuned. You're tuning into the destination for TV superfan discussion, After Buzz TV. And now, let the buzz begin. <laughs> This song is called Be Okay by Oh Honey. Yeah. And everything's so gonna be okay, guys. I know it's the season finale. Rise is actually not coming back for season two, unfortunately. But we ended with a bang. We got to yeah, see the play finally happen after all this time. And uh, we're gonna get into this in, in just a second, um, into all of your overall reactions. But first, I'm your host, Mina, and. To my left, we have Becca. How you feeling? Oh, sad. Emotional. I wish this show was coming back, actually. Like, especially after the last two episodes. Yeah. I feel that way. Yeah. What about you, Shay? Uh, I actually am with Becca on that one. I was, like, actually super sad, especially when I saw the thing that made you sit up like that. She hurt my heart. <laughs> right? And I tear up. I'm just like, Misha, where you go? What happened? <laughs> Taylor. Yeah, no, I felt very teary. There was a lot of just very deep, affecting emotional moments in this. But like you said, it definitely went out with a bang. And I think this was, like, the finale that it deserved. Yeah, I was, sure. I was a little bit upset because when it finally finished, I we were, like, fast-forwarding a little bit. <laughs> yeah. I was like, is that it? Wait, are you serious? Yeah, like, I'm like, what we're about done the drama yeah, I was the so yeah. mad. I was like, this isn't enough. Like, I still wanted a little bit more. You can't just, just end me just like a little this. Bit more. I wanted yeah. more, too. But I think it was, awesome. like, it was perfect in a way. Yeah. I mean, I'm, like, I'm just glad we finally got a chance to see the play. I wanted to know. I wanted to know what all the fuss was about, and uh, they did stick to the original ending, and we all predicted it. We yeah. called this from the very beginning, but the way we called it was wrong, which different. I appreciated. Yeah, it was it, it was a little different. Although uh, Mr. Mizzou honestly has been annoying me this entire season. Not gonna I, lie, not gonna lie. There, no. there have been some redeeming qualities when it comes to like Mr. Him. Mizzou. But uh, let's start off actually talking about Lilette and Vanessa because Vanessa finally comes back. And after like disappearing <laughs> for God knows how long, how long was it? Do we like, know? We like, have three, no, three to four days. I feel like that was. I feel like it was been. way longer than that because they long. they had a they had a fight like two episodes yeah. ago, and that was right right before the next episode of we're gonna make some cuts, and we're three days until show. So yeah. I'm gonna say four days. She has been gone for four days. Oh, That's so you so calculated cut. this perfectly. I tried, guys. <laughs> okay, so what do you think of... Still uh, too long. What do you guys think of Vanessa coming back into Lilette's life and announcing the big news that she has a new job on the horizon? Initial thoughts. I kind of called it, honestly, when she's like, I have an announcement. I'm like, oh, they're moving. Like, I just, I don't know. Something in me was like, she, like, Lilette and her are gonna have to leave, like, to start over, start fresh. It's gonna add... A lot of drama, especially considering she and Robbie have just kind of started kindling. I mean, they've, kindling. they've been, you know, they've been in a relationship for a while, but it started, like, really getting a, a deeper connection, especially since his mom was definitely mm-hmm. getting sicker. Um, he was kind of looking out for her, installing, like, the lock on her door. So I just think it's, it's like, progressed to sort of the next level. And so I was like, oh, they're going to break it up. That always has to be, like, a challenge to bring people back down to reality. When something is good, the universe comes in to create some balance. Yeah. (laughs) Sorry, JK. And then then again, but yeah, what about you? I I feel happy for Vanessa. I know that feels sounds really weird, but she seems happy. 
Mm-hmm. Like, in the choice that she made. Like, truly, Like, yeah. she feels like, okay, I'm finally making the step I need in my life to be that person for my daughter. And in that respect, I totally respect it and I'm in awe of her for that. Because she seems healthier. Like, mm-hmm. when she came back, it she was just, like... vibrant. Yeah, more vibrant, just more life in her. And that's what we've kind of been missing. Like, we've kind of seen, like, Stan and knock her down. Mm-hmm. And now she's, like, fighting back, but, like, in a more healthy way, which I appreciate. Right. Lillette did seem a little skeptical, right, Becca? Like, did you feel it, that at all? Yeah, especially when she answered the door and was like, uh, can I help you? <laughs> yeah, she... <laughs> that was, like, my favorite. She I was, was like, like, yeah. She, she wasn't that excited. And if I'm totally honest, my initial reaction was that, it, like, this job wasn't, like, a real job. It was some guy trying to right. get with yeah, her I and, like, offer her something. And then it's not until the end where we realize this is legitimate. And it's good that we ended the episode on that note of, like, this uplifting opportunity versus, oh... Vanessa is getting into the same old shenanigans. Yeah, again. I was worried, especially when she like went back to the car and let uh, left Lalette and her like new guy that she might <laughs> yeah. possibly be with, but <laughs> yeah, might just be her yeah. boss. Like I don't know, I felt something weird there. But yeah, the fact that he really seemed to respect her and was like, I want her to like manage my office, like not in especially. It's a kind of a step up for her, like. She's just, like, been waitressing, which, of course, there's nothing wrong with that. But now she can actually use, like, all of the skills she's acquired and not gotten, like, the credit for, not gotten the pay for. And so it's just really nice that someone's giving her a chance, like, for her skills rather than Mm -hmm. just, like, her her sexuality. I I agree with that, but I do have to counter that with it's a little unusual for your boss to come with you to your daughter's performance (laughs) in a suit and tie with a box of chocolates. He brought chocolates. It's okay. Leather jacket. (laughs) No tie. Oh, yeah, yeah. Whatever. Let's just be clear about the tie that he was wearing. Sure. Leather jacket. I just, like, kept saying black, so I forgot that it was a leather jacket. But you're right. In a sexy leather jacket. <laughs> Let's clarify. He's definitely a dilf of nothing else. Uh, I'll give him that. How? It, like, actually, I'm with Taylor on the fact that I was skeptical. Like, you just left your daughter. Yeah. Some dudes you don't know. Okay, I'm. I'm just gonna see how this plays out. That's seriously how I had to like go yeah. into it. But I'm we're never like, gonna find out. We're never yeah. gonna. Well, now we're never gonna find out. This is unless no, but that conversation for our news and gossip for later. So. Yeah. Yeah, we'll, and we'll also and also make sure to leave your uh, leave your thoughts in the comments below. Let us know what you think is going to happen in the future episodes that don't exist. Like, just let us know in the comments or section. Or let us know who should pick up the show. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's oh, true. Yeah, that's Another true. network could like a lot of times this happens where a show gets canceled or mm-hmm. not renewed for a second season, and then Netflix will pick it up or a digital platform like Amazon Prime or will. NBC. So well, this happens so all the time. It about. happened with uh, the Mindy Project and going to Hulu. Yeah. They went from Fox to NBC. Yeah, and that's not necessarily a bad thing. You just find, like, a different audience there. I um, think it'd be good on ABC. Yeah, yeah. And Freeform. Or like, Freeform, there's, yeah. There's, there's, a lot of, yeah there, there's a lot of networks um, that, that it could be good for. But uh, let's talk a little bit about Lilette's love interest now, Robbie, because we talked about how their love had progressed. Um, but let's talk about Robbie and his mom and that whole oh, dynamic God. of them coming together. So I kind of had it in my mind... I don't know. I, for some reason, I suspected that maybe they weren't going to be able to do the show at the school and were going to, like, perform it in her hospital room or something. <laughs> I don't know. So that cute. was, like, what I had in my mind. But I'm really, really glad that she did make it to the show. Like, ugh. I was surprised that she did, though, honestly. I thought they were going to, like, have it not be able to happen. So I thought something tragic. Me yeah, too. I thought something yeah. tragic would happen, but that would be awful if something tragic happened on the last episode of the series finale. Yeah. So it's good that it kind of, like, all the loose ends have kind of been tied up now instead of leaving on this horrible, depressing, like, <laughs> depressing note yeah. for you. 
Just, no. I love the whole moment between um, Robbie's mom and his dad in the car. They just had, like, a look, like, a moment, like, this is our child. Mm-hmm. And that was actually nice, too, because, you know, we talked a lot of crap about Robbie's dad this season. Yeah. But, th- like, that one moment, it was just like, okay, you're not a terrible person. Yeah. <laughs> what was that <laughs> that was a benefit of the doubt but still I have issues with you dude um, yeah. the truth that's, comes that's, that's really just how I feel you're not a terrible person however you did have a baby with this woman Yeah, you are going off to see his play and you just had a moment where it was just like even though we're not together we did something amazing here and I yeah. love that moment mm-hmm. what okay. do you think Becca I just thought the car ride like it was beautifully shot and it was I was happy to see him with his mom, like, going to his play. And on that note, like, on another heartwarming note, let's talk about Gwen and her dad. There's a little bit more friction there, but <laughs> we're, the we're getting somewhere. We're getting somewhere. So what were your thoughts on uh, Gwen's dad showing her his condo and saying, you're going to be with me half the time, we have joint custody now, you're spending half the time with your mom, half the time with me. Uh, and her kind of being like, no, I'm not going to do that. Just walking out, not even seeing her room that he decorated for her. What I liked was the fact that he said, I don't care what you want. You are still my daughter. And at the end of the day, like, it doesn't matter. You can be mad at me as long as you want. Mm-hmm. I'm still going to be in your life when you're 30, when you're 40. Mm-hmm. I'm still your dad. And you can be angry at me as much as you want. But we are going to spend time together. Like, I really respect the fact that he's just... I'm, I'm kind of done. For, I'm done with this angriness, but you can still be angry. But you're going to stay with me. You can pick yeah. up your room, and you can't pick up your room. I really don't care no more. But now you know what's happening in your life. Yeah, I laid out the cards. He's like <laughs> fighting for her, and but he's like doing it in a fatherly way. Like he's not really like stooping to her level. He's not like being. He's not icing her out. He's not really yelling at her. Like, but he's still. Is just like pushing and pushing because he has to salvage the relationship and he's not going to give that up. So I appreciated the way that he did that too. Yeah, and it's evident that he has a lot of guilt and he feels bad for what he's done. And oh, definitely, she's just not letting go of it. Do you think by the end of the episode, Gwen finally lets go of that hurt after her conversation with Gordy? I feel like it's a baby I think so, still. a little bit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's not like a lot. She's not like, okay, I'm good. <laughs> I'm She's good. Like, I, I love you. you. Thank, you. Great. Thank yeah. you for these roses. If that did happen, though, I wouldn't be surprised because I feel like there are parts of Rise that are very cheesy where things get tied up, but you don't really have the explanation for it, and you're kind of like, oh, like, okay, wait, okay. everything's happy now. Everything's all, like, skippity doo yeah. yeah. I thought that was about to happen with Simon's um, dad. Yeah, me too. <laughs> yeah, I thought that too. And it almost annoyed me. They had to keep that aspect of re- reality, though. Yeah. Um, I was like, wait. <laughs> so let's talk about the initial moments right before the play, like leading up to it, where uh, Mr. Mizzou is talking to Tracy, trying to patch things up with her, and then the ultimate decision to go back to the original version of the play. I mean... We all called it. Yes. <laughs> yeah. I was shocked it was Lou, though, who said, hey, let's... Go back to it after... You thought it would be the kids. Yeah, I thought it would just be the kids. Oh, that's interesting. I, I mean, kind of thought it would be Lou, honestly. Because I'm like... I mean, he, you can just tell. Like, deep in his soul, like, he's not him. gonna... Yeah, he's not gonna, like, allow this to happen. So I I wasn't super surprised that it was Lou. What about you, Shay? Actually, I was surprised because I actually did think it was gonna be the kids. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I'm um, just at the same time, I respected it. I, I think I like this whole episode. I had a lot of respect for a lot of different characters, um, and that was in just that aspect because 
dude, you came to my show one hour before curtain mm-hmm. to tell me you wanted me to take out another scene. You don't do that mm-hmm. an hour before curtain. Mm-hmm. I'm so sorry to tell you this. Yeah, <laughs> no, and that's not that, that was. That but, was, you, but you could tell the entire kids to change up everything five minutes before showtime. That's the lesson to be learned. No. You can't tell me what to do an hour before, but I could tell my kids what to do five no, but, minutes so before. The difference is they had I'm days. Kidding. They had days. And he was trying to salvage his job a little. At yeah. that point, he knew, like, if I'm going to do this, I know what I'm risking. Right. And at this point, what I'm risking is worth whatever I'm going to get for it. And I love that. Like, you can say, Woo has had a lot of ups and downs this season. You can say whatever mm-hmm. you want. But I always love how he is willing to risk it all. Not mm-hmm. just, But not even for himself. But but he, he does it for the kids. Was he willing to risk getting fired only as the drama teacher or as the literature teacher as well? Because I'm so. thinking about oh, that technique. He has a job offer in Allentown, okay? It's fine. They'll always have Allentown. He knew it. He was like, but I what, might be fired. But they have fired him from both positions. Yes. From both, though? Probably. I mean, probably. Yeah. I'm like, at this point, he, that's why he said I have a, in Allentown. I don't know where Allentown is from standing right now, okay. but I, they have that in the back pocket, in the back right. corner. Well, do you think that same outcome would have happened had the principal not approached Lou to tell him, hey, we need to change this one more thing? Do you think, yeah. because that was the catalyst, but do you think they would have not stuck to the original version if that hadn't happened with the principal? I think I, the kids would have. Yeah, I feel like if the principal didn't say anything, the kids might have just said, because the kids were shocked Amped. when it happened. They're like, really? Are you sure? Oh my gosh, that scene was so funny, too. They're like, so the suicide, like, we're doing that. <laughs> like, like are like, we, am I supposed to beat her? Like, it was just like, I love how there's, like, some comedy, like, in her Yeah, I love the all double-checking of everything. Yeah. No, but just, no, I know you just said this, but just so we're clear. Yeah. So I actually have an understanding, and I'm saying it to your face. Yeah. It's going, original, original. Like we're, yeah, not doing like, what we, we're not doing what we did. We're doing the original, original. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Yeah. Where's our gun? It's all. It's, <laughs> it's all in the details too. Like I love that they were trying to find the prop gun, and then the yeah. person goes, "You can just use your use finger." Your finger. Poetic, poetic license. Poetic find the gun. <laughs> yeah. Which, Which would have been interesting to see. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> if they could not have found that prop gun, I would have loved to have seen the scene. <laughs> Of his suicide <laughs> with him going and then like a sound effect of a gun and just like I would have probably been speechless watching it. I think I really it still would have had the same a very similar effect though. If the acting is there, I feel like you can use your imagination yeah, yeah. to fill in the rest. Um uh let's now talk about the play itself. It's opening night, first scene goes on. What are your initial thoughts watching the play? Oh, goosebumps. You shivered. Was that a shiver of disgust or your no, terror standing up in awe of how brilliant the performance was? That was like an unexpected like, shiver I couldn't control. And I was like trying so hard to keep my hand on it and then I'm messing up. So, so that was the funny. Was the play is a thing, right? Yes. The play is a thing. That's what I'm saying. I just like, no, I liked the woman in the audience. <laughs> which woman? Which the, woman, the woman in the, in the audience next to the uh, next to the super, he's the superintendent, the, the, the PTA lady. Yeah, yeah, the PTA lady who who was like that dress is a lot more revealing than we saw. <laughs> I just loved everybody's facial expressions. Like everyone was horrified, and I just I thought it was so funny. I was I was so perplexed by that because when everyone's like hor- horrified at the mama scene where she's just like harassing herself and singing yeah. the song, like, I'm like, there's nothing, nothing yeah. that scandalous about this. So it was very hard for me to honestly like believe 
in the outrage of the people watching. Yeah. That's why I was kind of like, this isn't that believable to me. But later on as the play progressed, then I could see why people were getting upset with specific things. But it took a while for that to become fully believable for me personally. Well, I'm also thinking, like, what's their dress code at, like... Homecoming and prom dance. <laughs> no, what the heck, Stanton? <laughs> I mean, that's a, that's a real point. Um, I mean, for me, conservativeness is its own animal. And I I guess, like, I w- I'm not that surprised about people's reactions because especially when you do something, you've been doing Grease and Pirates and Panzan, which aren't hard-hitting, they're, they're not gut-wrenching. Like, don't get me wrong, I love Grease to the day I die. It is so much fun. But it's fun. And it's happy. And even though they are going through real teenage things, it's not modernized enough where you actually can like connect so much like you are when you're watching Spring Awakening because every moment of Spring Awakening your heart is like pounding Mm -hmm. watching the performance because you don't want you if you don't know the play you don't know what's happening next and then all the songs kind of confuse you so I can see the progression of like oh my gosh what is happening (laughs) and then evolve to okay I'm understanding maybe I'm disgusted by it maybe I'm totally moved by just watching these kids rock Mm-hmm. This performance. They Maybe so they were right. like, "If this is the opening, like we've got a big storm coming here. Like if this <laughs> is how we're gonna open with like this, <laughs> like even though it wasn't a lot, like." it's only probably going to get more risque from there. So mm-hmm. maybe they're just like, oh, what are we in for? Did you think the play would be shut down halfway through? No. I mean, I thought Maisha was going to, if I was going to lock that lighting room door, that was just a suggestion uh-huh. I thought about before the principal bust in. I was just like, dude, you might want to lock this door. Just yeah. so nobody has to shut you down. Yeah. yeah. I thought that maybe they would have tried harder to shut it down. Because, like, they, they could kind have. of did. They could have walked up to stage and been like, we're canceling. Like, they don't have no. to, like, be like, someone turn on the lights. Yeah. Like, if they really wanted to, I feel like they could have found a way yeah. to. But, I mean, we had, like, the glimpses of the superintendent's like, oh, this is actually beautiful. Like, let them finish. Mm-hmm. And, like, he personally didn't really want to shut it down, but, like, he just couldn't deal with everyone else's reactions. But Right. Oh, that's something for news and gossip, because I really just want to say something about that one, but I'll let it go. Yeah, well, we're getting there very, very <laughs> soon. Um, but let's talk a little bit about, uh, we. this actually happened right before the play, uh, the dynamic between Michael and Sasha, because that's really important when yes. they're having the conversation <gasps> about the abortion, and Michael finally lets Sasha know, I think you should just get the abortion how can you have a kid you're gonna become a high school dropout and that honesty and judgment creates so much tension between the two of them and they have opening night later on so it's just a lot of drama to happen before drama yeah I agree and that's why I was a little bit surprised that Sasha was like oh he's so beautiful like when he was performing it just felt sort of fast to me like I guess like obviously you could tell that Michael only is saying it because he cares but like I felt like Sasha was so angry and hurt that like it was a pretty fast switch yeah it kind of didn't make sense to me either I kind of ignored it because I'm like, oh, this yeah. is sweet. <laughs> and there could have very well been, like, maybe a deleted scene, a deleted yeah. moment or here or that weird there. glitch that we experienced. Yeah, we did. We had a little glitch when we were watching it. One second. Wait, really? Like, oh, yeah, there was a glitch, and I was just like... Yeah, what And I tried happened? to watch it with them to see if I had... If, I re- if like, it really was just my TV or not. But mm-hmm. no, it was you guys. So I was like, dang it, I want to know it how... It was a two-second glitch. I don't think anything happened within those two seconds. So that's why I was like, this isn't that believable. There were, like, a few things I had problems with with the play that felt 
like certain parts weren't believable. But other than that, I thought the play overall made sense. And my favorite part was looking at the reactions from everyone else mm-hmm. to the play. Um, whose was your favorite reaction or the one that stood out to you the most? Tracy. Tracy's reaction? Yeah. Tracy's reaction was gorgeous. That was so sweet. It was her watching and then she was like doing the movements with them. Like you you felt it though. Like for real, at least for me, I felt it in that moment how much she's just like, no matter what happened between me and Lou, having these kids do the original version and watching my handiwork for the last months, Mm -hmm. it has all been worth it. Because mm-hmm. legit, that girl who sounds like she looks like Amber Riley to me a little bit, but her voice in the background when she's trying to convince the principal not to, not to shut it down, mm-hmm. it like just spoke to my soul in the most beautiful way. Yeah. I think I'm gonna have to give it like a tie between Robbie's um, mom and Lila's yeah. mom, just because like especially during the graveyard scene, mm-hmm. you could just tell that Robbie's definitely connecting with the character because he's he knows that his mom is probably not have that much time left and so he's probably kind of channeling his own feelings into it and seeing like his mom was just heartbreaking and seeing Lilette's mom um when Lilette kind of comforts him and also like just her mom's kind of realizing that this is something she's really passionate about and like she actually can have a future doing that and she's so proud of her daughter Mm -hmm. um especially after that big fight they had like I just love both of the moms kind of Seeing their two leads, like, blossom. Yeah. I really felt it from Lilette's mom, especially. Mm-hmm. That's so true. And yeah. even, like, just watching it with Gwen's uh, Gwen's dad, mm-hmm. I was like, oh, that's so sweet. Who was your favorite? Tracy, for sure. Because she just looks so proud of the kids. And basically everything Shay says, I completely said, I completely agree with that. And then I also liked the uh, when Lou and and his wife were covering. Oh, that was pretty funny. That, and like she's still trying to like get under like. Yeah. You know, I'm trying to see the parents. Like, <laughs> oh what do you want to be from? I was like, yes. <laughs> um, I was actually really touched by Gordy's reactions to yeah. everything. I thought oh, it was yeah. so beautiful, especially the conversation that he had with Gwen about you know just, like, how she was, like, the star of the show, and she stole the spotlight. I thought it was so authentic and so sweet, and just the appreciation he had for the amount of effort his dad put into the entire show, and the words that he had for Gwen when it came to the relationship we have with our parents and with our fathers. So I want to hear your thoughts (laughs) about what you thought about that entire scene, because I thought it was probably one of the most powerful scenes out of this entire episode. Yeah, I agree, especially because towards the beginning of the season, like, we had Gordy just so kind of resentful that his whole family loved mm-hmm. theater, and he just could not tap into it. He couldn't understand it. And it kind of working um, tech, like, doing his community service and understanding, like, the work it takes and seeing it all come together, I thought that was, like, really cool. And you could see he and Lou finally sort of bonding and him finally understanding. That. Mm-hmm. My favorite parts were when Gwen's like, are you still going to stalk me? And he's like, do you want me to? And she's like, yeah, I kind of do. But then what I loved about Gordy, because we actually seen him so many, so much growth from him this entire season. Mm-hmm. He's not that angry kid anymore. Mm-hmm. And I, I loved watching his growth. But what he said was super amazing. He said, being angry is too much energy. Mm-hmm. Why are you going to spend so much energy being angry at your dad? Mm-hmm. It's doing nothing for you. Yeah. It really isn't. And, and that moment was just like, 
he gets it. Like, he gets her, she gets him. Like, I'm like, yeah, more Gordon they and Glenn. They helped each other. Mm-hmm. They helped each other, yes. Yeah. Yes. That's it's so true. And I love how he was so vulnerable, and, and he humbled himself when he said, like, I know this because of a lot of therapy. Yeah. That's, like, <laughs> helped me come to that realization. Yeah. And we kind of, like, live in this culture where men sometimes don't believe in therapy because they're like, I don't need to talk about my feelings, like, I can handle it and man up. So it was, like, so sweet to see that, and I think it's something that could help a lot of people in that same age demographic realize that there's nothing wrong with therapy and getting the help you need, because when you when you injure your knee or, like, you're a football player Mm -hmm. and you get a concussion, you go to the doctor. So (laughs) when your brain hurts or, like, anything else is going on, you go to therapy or you see a psychiatrist or a psychologist. So I love that he kind of introduced that, and I thought it was really important and special as well. I have a question for you ladies. What scene made you guys tear up during that play? The graveyard scene, man. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, my gosh. I think that's, like, the classic answer just because it was so, like... You could just tell it was hitting him so emotionally. And then, like, Michael and Louette supporting him was so beautiful. Yeah, and I love the the scene where Robbie says to Lilette, I love you, Lilette, where it's out of character oh my God. while they're doing the scene because you know it's directed to Lilette, I not like too. Gwendol or Gwendolyn. Gwendola. 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 I need to see this play. I yes. need to see this play. Um, um Yeah, the graveyard scene for me but it, like even after the play, it was the Mations was here. I like grab like I did the whole thing closing my mouth my hand thing and I was just like Yeah. Wait, Mace, where'd you go? Like you can't just leave like this. You yeah. don't say orange nobody. That's just ruining. Just I look. knew he was going to at the beginning though. I yeah. know, but that's so so sad to actually see it. I don't see like that he left. even if you like you expect something to happen but then you actually see it, it's like a totally different change for you. Mm-hmm. Well that's keeping true. on the subject of Macious, like the Mazzucchellis want him the new suit. <laughs> I, I also, like, I love his relationship with Lou, obviously, but I love the fact that that's kind of what um, Gail's storyline focused on as well. Like, I think their relationship is so sweet, and she's definitely been, like, a motherly figure to him, and she's like, well, yeah, you're the lighting designer, you gotta look good. I just mm-hmm. thought that was a really adorable moment. It was it was very, very sweet. Very cute. Um, are there any other moments in the play that stood out to you guys before we head into news and gossip? Michael and Stasha, because it was actually Michael really cute. Kissing, yeah. Because, like, you guys were saying earlier that, you know, you couldn't see kind of the progression of her switching and like, oh, now we're going to kiss and now we're maybe together today right now. Yeah. For me, I, I see the progression because even though they had a fight, it was the first time she actually saw Michael, like a guy, mm-hmm. versus just, oh, this is my best friend who just happens to now be transgender mm-hmm. and now he's calling himself Michael. Mm-hmm. And for and we always said, like, we kind of wanted a relationship to, to happen anyway. And now I'm kind of getting it and I'm just like, yeah. yeah. Like, well, I expected it. Like, not to happen in the way it did, but I expected it. Yeah, well, those two, and also, I mean, Simon we, Simon we gotta talk about Simon yeah. and Jeremy. <laughs> we almost forgot about we Simon. We almost forgot That kiss. And that was the thing that we were all <laughs> waiting for. There was so much, like, hype yes. surrounding that kiss for episodes and episodes and episodes. Like, we're gonna get so many comments if we don't understand. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Although I did really like the kind of moment of doubt he had, like, for a, mm-hmm. a quick second. Because it made it realistic, you know what I yeah. mean? Like, he's like, he sees his parents out there, and he's like, oh my gosh, they're not gonna approve. Like, this is gonna cause so much, you know, tension and, mm-hmm. and just 
you know, stuff within my family. And I liked the conversation he had with Lou. And he's yeah. like, I don't know. And Lou's like, listen, like, do whatever you're comfortable with. And then I thought that was, that was very... the first time that I felt like, I finally, Lou Lou. Yeah. Right? Because we yeah. both, like, Taylor and I both have had issues with Lou Brazzacalli. Sure. And this was the first time where I'm like... That was so sweet. I was not expecting yeah, that. Yeah, and that's level the of... right thing to do, not just like, oh, push through, push through. Like, do whatever you're comfortable with. I like how he pulled back a little bit. But then, of course, you know, Simon was not, Simon was not going to not do it. And <laughs> I like that he, like, just took the leap. Yes. I don't, I don't know why. I thought before he kissed Jeremy that he would, like, look at his parents and then look at them and then do it to make it more dramatic. And that didn't happen. No. Oh, that would have been something. That's what that I was, like, been... imagining would happen, but... I was mistaken. I think for me, I liked when when Simon was having the conversation with Lou about his doubt, that he was like, I think that, you know, I thought I could just go out there and I could just act. I could just pretend. But at that moment, I think he realized, like, if I go out there and act, it's still be acting, but there's a part of me, like me who is Simon, Mm -hmm. and that's real. And that's what scared him at that moment before he went out there. Yeah. For me, that was the realest I've seen Simon this entire season. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And I appreciated it that it actually happened. Even if I had to wait till the season finale for it. Yeah. Yeah. And I love that we did have his mom stay. Like his dad. And his sister. And his sister. And his sister, yeah. That was great. And and, and I'm glad it wasn't... Like, of course I would have loved for his dad to stay as well. But I'm glad... I don't know. We didn't have all of them stay and it be, you know maybe a little unrealistic if all of them are just suddenly like super on board with it but I'm glad they didn't have all of them leave either because that just would have been just crushing so like we had a happy balance that that would be crushing his sister's reaction watching the show was actually was pretty good too yeah that was sweet it was so cute I like how they just kind of like tie everything together in this episode and we finally see the play because that's what this whole episode was it was less drama and more well, drama. Yeah. Hey, there you go. <laughs> yeah. Um, but with that being said, we're going to get into our very special segment, News and Gossip. <laughs> All right. So this is a special segment of News and Gossip because, like we announced earlier, um, Rise is not coming back for season two to the same network. Hopefully it will come back in some other form. Hopefully. We don't know yet. But what we're going to do today is a special segment where we basically predict how everything ended were there to be another episode after this because we still have unanswered questions. So, uh, Shay, you seem very eager right now. Okay, you want to go second? Yeah, I'll go second. Okay, so Taylor, I'm going to have you go first and just give me, like, your overall thoughts of where you think the story is being led because we still have a lot of unanswered questions about about Simon, about Macius, about the new move and, like, how that's going to affect Ravi and Lillette. There's so many questions in, like, your perfect fantasy world or in your (laughs) realistic writer's mind, since you are a writer. I have a fantasy world mind. Where would you take this story and where do you think it it has been left off. Yeah, well, I definitely think were we to have a second season, it would focus a lot on people, like, rallying together and either trying to save the program or, like, creating their own program in, like, a sort of different way. Um, I think that we would will have Lou and Tracy, you know, working together, maybe as, like, equals. Mm-hmm. Perhaps they'd, you know... Equals, yes. Yeah, maybe equals. That'd be great. I, I'd like to have <laughs> Tracy on top with Lou. I would, too, <laughs> but... serving a little bit. Maybe he would in, like, reality, but, like, in title, I could see them, like, co-directing and things like that. Yeah. Um, I'm not sure that m- the situation with Macius and his mom is going to turn out so wonderful. I think he might find yeah, himself back with the Masa Kellys just because 
I don't know. I just, I think that he kind of belongs there and I'm a little bit worried that things aren't going to be as great with his mom as he maybe thinks. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I don't know about Lilette and the move. I don't know how they'd like fix that, but I don't think that she can actually move away for good. I don't no. think that's a thing. <laughs> maybe summer. But do you think that she for sure is moving with her mom? Oh, I mean, or is she gonna stay question. behind with Robbie? Or maybe that guy is not as great as he seems. Like maybe he's a little sketchy. I guess I'm like being super negative. Yeah. But... he's dressed way too nice. Yeah. I'm a man. Those chocolates maybe were just uh... <laughs> maybe they maybe they were poison. Poison. This is a different show yeah. now, Becca. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, this is this, this is pretty, pretty little once upon a time. No. Pretty like little stuff now. Yeah. Okay, Shay, what are you thinking? Ha ha ha. Okay. So, what takes place after? I believe that they'll definitely try to save the drama depart- department in a, in a whole. I don't know how they're going to appease the superintendent and the PTA, but I know it's going to happen. Mm-hmm. As for Maisha's, I agree with Taylor. I don't think it's going to be all sunshines and rainbows. But I feel like he won't tell Miss mm-hmm. Kelly's what's happening and they'll find out on their own. Mm-hmm. And then that's when, like, I'm taking your son... I'm signing, we're getting adoption for him, and you can stay out of his life. Mm-hmm. Ooh. I really want that in my life. Um, as for Lillette, this is my theory. Mm-hmm. So my theory is, her mom lets her stay, but she'll stay with Gwen's mom. Mm. Oh. Mm-hmm. So that she still can go to Stanton and be with Robbie. Mm-hmm. Um, for Robbie, they're going to be together, but I feel like his mom's possible death is going to affect him in some major way. Mm-hmm. Not full-on bad spectrum, but definitely on a spectrum. Um, Gwen and Gwen and Gordy are going to be dating, and it's going to be official. Summer is going to change everything. Um, my theory for Sasha and her baby, maybe she keeps the baby, mm-hmm. and Michael helps her. He has like he has a great family and a loving family, so maybe they'll you know help support her. Or if she decides not to keep the baby, she'll give it to Tracy. Mm-hmm. This is for Taylor. <laughs> it's it really the <laughs> canon in my mind, honestly. <laughs> so she'll give it to Tracy, and Tracy will raise the baby. Um, and Lou and Tracy will co-direct. Mm-hmm. Like, they will now be on equal footing. They will still butt heads, because of course. Because dumb. they are uh, They are Lou and Tracy, and we wouldn't have it any other way. Right. Um, what about Simon, everyone? Simon Becca. is hopefully with Jeremy... Because let's say the second season starts, like, right as school starts for the next, and they're all juniors now. Mm-hmm. So so maybe, you know, he has a fight with his dad, they're still not getting together, but he's maybe more comfortable in accepting who he is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or, if like, even if he doesn't know who that is yet, he is comfortable with Jeremy enough to be, okay, we're something. I don't know how to label us, but we're something. We're, some, we're something, again, I can't put a name to Okay. Jeremy needs to get comfortable. And Gwen and her father. Last question. Hmm. Gwen and her father. I, f- I feel like they sh- they'll be okay. Like they they they're not gonna be all. He got flowers. Daddy, I perfect. baked you cake and de- like oh daughter, I made you breakfast. Here's waffles with some smiley faces on them. <laughs> um, however, I do feel like the summer maybe will give like them all a chance to accumulate to the fact that okay I'm gonna be living here half the time with you living the other half with mom even though she's not gonna be all the way over especially if Lillette maybe does mm-hmm. move into Gwen's house with her mom oh it's gonna be on yeah it's gonna be she's gonna be playing she's gonna be playing so many games and I can't wait for it <laughs> but it's not happening 
Becca, Becca, finish this with a bang. What are your thoughts? What do you think is going to happen? (laughs) That's a lot of pressure. I was just going to say that I think think Gordy is going to join the drama department when it all gets fixed. Mm -hmm. I wonder if football would come back into it more, because we didn't really get that. In these last couple episodes, it's kind of just been theater, which, like... It's rise, so of course, but I don't know. I, I think that like we teased a lot more football than actually happened. So I wonder if they were to get like a season two somewhere, if that would come Ooh. up again. Gordy's yeah. now on the team officially. He's not on the bench anymore. <gasps> yeah. Oh, yeah, he's not a bench warmer. And I do. Um, I guess like in my mind, what I would want to see is Gordy's relationship with her sisters improve. I think Macius allowed for that mm-hmm. by coming into their lives. And when Macius leaves, I do think that Gordy has, like, this newfound realization that he's, like, the big brother and he needs to be more involved with his family. He's let a lot of his resentment and anger fade away with his dad. He's becoming closer to his father. I think he's going to become closer to his mother. I think Macius, in a weird way, was a part of bringing the family together, even though in the beginning it kind of wedged Mm -hmm. uh, Gordy out of the picture. But ultimately, I feel like it brought everyone together. I think... uh, Gordy's doing a great job of making himself a better person, not being addicted to alcohol anymore, getting the help he needs, um, going to therapy, and I feel like we just see so much improvement with all of these characters and like these wonderful character arcs where Lillette's mom is becoming a better person, really trying to be her best and be the best mom, be the best everything, really. And we also see this with Gwen's father, who, even though he's made some mistakes... He loves his daughter more than anything and is just going to be the best dad and the best coach and be there for people. So that's what I love about this show is that it ended in a way where we see so much growth from all these Mm -hmm. characters, so much love, so much heart, and just all of these amends and no bad blood, no resentment. Uh, For the most part, we still don't know about Simon's dad, but (laughs) for the most part, it ended on such a good note. I'm so happy to, to see that. Uh, hopefully, Bryce will find another platform. Uh, in the meantime, like Fingers I said crossed. earlier, please leave your comments in the, in the comment section below and let us know what you think about how this story ended in your mind. Like, what do you think happens next? Um, and also, make sure to subscribe to AfterBuzz TV Drama so you can see more great after shows about dramas like Rise. And make sure to follow AfterBuzz TV on Instagram at AfterBuzz TV. And on Twitter at AfterBuzz TV. And with that being said, we're gonna miss you guys, but you can still keep up with us. Uh, Becca, where can they find you? Y'all can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Becca B Talks TV. Hey guys, you can find me at Real Shay Jones on Twitter and Instagram tomorrow, Deception at 8, and the season 2 finale of Riverdale at 10, and I cannot wait. You guys can find me on Twitter at alphabet underscore and on Instagram at Taylor underscore Gates underscore. I also host the after show for the hundred every Tuesday at eleven PM and Law and Order SVU every Thursday at eight. Hey everyone, my name is Mina Wahab. You can find me on Instagram at Mina Makes Magic, and you can also follow the Trust After Show every Sunday at eleven PM. It's about the J. Paul Getty the Third kidnapping in nineteen seventy-three. It's such a great FX show. Uh, and until next time, guys, we will see you. Bye, guys. Take care. From executive producers Maria Manunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV Network. 
To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the host only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.